Ah, hello. Maybe I've got the wrong studio. Yeah. It's Elf Young? Yeah. Yeah, it's next door. <laughs> The door handle has just fallen off the door of the studio. I guess I must be in the right place then. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Ronan Keeley, also known as Junior Brother, I suppose. Where are we? We're in Elfian Studios in Drumcondra. Why are we here? We're here talk about the back of her song that I made up. I believe you made this song up many years ago at this point. Yeah, it's kind of old enough. I wrote it about uh, probably three or three and a half years ago, I'd say. It was like one of the first songs I wrote having moved to Dublin. From Kerry. Describe that time in your life for me, if you, if you can let the mist descend and recount what that was like when you first moved up. When I first moved up, it was a little bit mad because Dublin had always felt very like I didn't know it at all. And it, it was a big city and that's not where I'm from. Like, But it also made me really take it seriously as soon as I moved up. So I came up to go to college to study music in Ballyformat in the rock school. I was just tipping away there. I couldn't really write for the first few months, but then the back of her though, I wrote that. It was about, I'd say it was like the third or fourth song that I wrote upon moving up here. And I had a version of it written, probably about a year before that, I had a version of it written. And it, it didn't have, like, like an, it, the chorus was shorter and stuff, and it was more kind of, a bit more basic. And... I was like, okay, that's the song finished when I finished writing it. And I had it and I was playing it live and stuff, and it was an okay song. I viewed it as an okay song. No. There are other times The day seems glad to see me Revealing his bed under eye. But then I, I kind of was starting to give myself challenges when I was writing then. Um, because I was focusing on writing for playing live more and actually being, you know, serious about it as a career. So I started, like, you know, saying, OK, I'm going to try and write a novelty song. So I wrote a song along over a mass. I cannot face communion, I have to go away. Food in my intestine does not want to stay. And then I was like, I'm going to try and write a song about, you know, this interview I heard on the radio so I wrote a song called You Make a Fine Picture then about that so I set myself these challenges for the first time and um, with the back of her I decided to go back to an older song and try to make it better and it was a really like arduous experience it was really like it was like pulling teeth because it's so hard when you think something's finished and you go back and you have to doubt yourself and your process. But uh, I was really happy I did it. And it was the first time writing a song really felt like hard work like. And I added the, 
sure nobody can take a fella's company from himself lying and other things like that. Sings at the click of a quickening heel shot. Nobody can take a fella's company from himself. Around like a minute into it, everything gets a bit darker. The cello comes in and you, you hold this long note and like leap up an octave. What prompted you to do that? It's just from things like that come from playing live. Simple as that, really. When you're live, you have that space to try out things. And when I wrote this, I, I was lodging with this lovely family, but I was living in their attic, literally. I was living in an attic for, for two years, like. Hard to make much noise, right? It, exactly, yeah. Um, couldn't make a lot of noise at all. So, so a song like this, which which was written in that attic, uh, the long note you, you would have said there would have been like falsetto probably so that's why it's held for so long because it wasn't written to be sung in a in a in a full voice it was written to be sung in a head voice a kind of a falsetto voice but then playing live I was just like you know this this works better if I just built it you hold that note for a long time I do yeah I never noticed that before <laughs> tell I'm just kind of like oh god so running out of breath yes yeah yeah but it's good to for a singer to sound uncomfortable sometimes. Watching the moon from Alec reflection ruined by swans settling their movement then gone for better views of the bins this feeling reminds me of the back of her I just had the, the phrase the back of her for a while I don't know where it came from. Maybe I heard somebody saying it. And then when I went back, I decided to make it a little bit less ambiguous. Sing to the click of a quickening heel shot. Nobody can take a fella's company from MZ. You know, being away from home and moving up to a place where I didn't really know anyone. There's a lot of walking on your own and stuff. And living a bit out of uh, the city centre as well meant long journey in and long journeys out. So I got kind of used to being in my own company a lot and that's where that came from then. But then I was thinking like, when that company is replaced almost, you know, your own company, it's like replaced by someone else, we'll say in a relationship or whatever. That's great, but if or when that goes, then then you you can never kind of get that original company with yourself back. Right, you've gotten so used to being around somebody else, you don't know how to be with yourself. Exactly, yeah. You can no longer enjoy your own company because it's not kind of good enough anymore, you know? I have courage. So you know there's a pit in me as well. It's the scared soldier. Has his own trench This feeling reminds me of the back of Are you using a different tuning on this particular song? Yeah. It's it's the first song I used in the tuning that I wrote in the tuning as well. D A D F sharp B E. Yeah. And I can tell when I hear the opening riff that it was just gotten even though I don't remember, it was found upon just messing around with the tuning because it's quite an open sound as well. So, it's quite obvious to me listening back to it that the riff was found from just messing around in that tuning. I know in the past you've said like Nick Drake or Joanna Newsom kind of uh, prompted you to go looking for different tunings. Was there any songs you learned that used this tuning before? No, it's just, just from messing around with the guitar, basically. 
I've always been messing around with tunings. Hearing Nick Drake for the first time got me interested in listening to different tunings. Lifting the mask from a local clown, feeling down like him. Then I got into John Martin and his style of playing with open tunings and with different tunings was a bit more earthy and a bit more human sounding. But it was Joanna Newsom and kind of getting into harp music that actually made me want to recreate different tunings on the guitar, just from listening to harp music, basically. Basically just trying to recreate the sound of a harp on my guitar, really. And I don't really mind if I fail doing that, but it's an inspiration behind doing things like that. And it leads me to nice places, I think. I slept all day I woke with this taste Came back from the wars last week Beyond returning Turned again for sight of home You do your guitar and vocal live? They're both tracked together? Uh, yeah, I do them at the same time, yeah. I imagine it would be difficult to separate those two things. It would be, yeah. I, I used to do them separately when I'd be recording myself, like at home, because I didn't have the equipment to, to do them at the same time. It'd be very hard to get everything sounding right. But of course, that's the magic of the studio. I was able to just sit down and, and just kind of go for it, like, you know. And Chris really stressed that as well, to do as much live as possible. Producer Chris Barry. I thought the dynamics between the voice and the guitar would be something that would be kind of hard to recreate if you're doing it separately. It's hard to make any edits after. I mean, you're committing to a certain kind of sound when it's tracking the vocals and the guitars live and you're always going to have vocal on top of your guitar mic. That means like getting the sound right from the beginning there's no kind of well we'll just we'll fix that with some eq after you know and also i think it's important for ronan to hear back in the headphones roughly what it might sound like at, you know at the end of the day and that will help with the performance i think as well so yeah it was very much it had to sound right straight off the bat or else of actually like getting cello in was that something that you wanted from the beginning with it Ronan? I didn't really know what to put on it remember I was thinking piano at first and I did a version of it with piano but it ended up just being a guide for something else why didn't the piano work? oh it wasn't as constant as something like a cello would be it was you know you'd hit one note and it, would just, it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't the notes weren't hanging long enough they yeah. weren't sustaining in a consistent way. Even when when Claire came in at first, they stressed that the notes would be held very strongly throughout so that it was a constant base to the, to the song, a constant kind of foundation, so that when it comes in, it kind of feels like it lifts the, the song. 
Peninsula. I played cello on the songs of Bach Park. Maybe at the start, I think I was a little bit timid in my playing. Like I knew the part quite well, but I was, you know, I was like, get this right, get this right, you know. And then I remember Ronan saying to me, like, don't be afraid to just like play it. Like, I don't think he said like ugly, but like in a way that it doesn't have to be like really sweet or beautiful or, you know, just like really play it out and don't be afraid of it sounding like scratchy or anything. And the low notes as well, especially when it comes in on the chorus there, it really, it kind of just adds that punch. There's a bit of violence to it as well. It's not like a wispy sort of a thing where you're just enjoying your own company, you know. It's like, shit, this is like a physical kind of a thing. No, you yeah. know, it, it, I think it got that, the cellos, the cello sound on it. The harmonies on the cellos was just a spur of the moment thing on the day. We originally just had her doing the notes that I sent to her, but um, I just asked her to, to do harmonies on it and to kind of change them up. And it's kind of a bit of a lightning in a bottle kind of a situation. She changed up the harmonies. It really makes the two lines kind of go in and out of each other. Kind of like, I don't know, two birds kind of flying and going and swooping in between each other. At some points she's playing a harmony and then at some points she plays the same note and then it gives it attention. And, and at the end of it, she was playing the last note and just in the spur of the moment, I was up here in the control room while she was playing and I was like to Chris, tell her to keep going. Just tell her to tell her to keep going at the note. And then you were like, yeah, yeah, Claire Runner wants to keep going, wants to keep going. <laughs> and she was just like, and I think you can hear in the recording the kind of uncertainty of the note still going. But it's ended up sounding really husky and very like wind. The note breaks up in a way mm. because you're holding it so long. Yeah, it does, yeah. I mean, I could have just done a straight drone sound, but the way it kind of like wavered in and out kind of created that unsteady kind of, you know, wavering feeling that's at the end of the song anyway. And it kind of like, I suppose, accentuated those lyrics a little bit as well. Well, it's bookended by bird sounds and the nature soundscape. Chris was saying you recorded that in Kerry. That's, that's just behind my house at home. It's gas as well after I recorded it how familiar sounding it sounds whenever I hear it like it, 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 I get a kind of a gut feeling of home or something when, when I hear it we chose to have the cello come out and the bird song continue at the end of the song that was to kind of bookmark the song I suppose to have what was at the start at the very end of it you know to have it as one piece on its own the bird song is it's a bit of respite at the end as well, you know. It's kinda quite intense the song and there's an earthy kind of angst to it, so at the end of it it's kinda like you've escaped the song and you're back outside. Whether that's redemptive or not, I suppose is open for question, but it's up to the listener really at the end of the day, which is what I'd like most things to be that I make anyway.
There are other times The day seems glad to see me Revealing his bed under arms Watching the moon From a lake reflection Ruined by swans Settling their movement Then gone for better views of the bin this feeling reminds me of the Bhagavad This feeling reminds me of the Bhagavad Sing to the click of a quickening heel Shout nobody can take a fellow's company from himself sight of home I have courage so you know there's a pit in me as well it's the scared soldier as is on French this feeling reminds me of the back of a Nobody can take a fellow's company from him. Say. Show nobody can take a fellow's company from him. Say. 
Surely.